On the phone is Manchester Storm head coach Ryan Finnessy. Ryan, first of all, how are you during these lockdown lockdown times? Oh, pretty bored, but uh, getting through it, I guess, like everyone else. Yeah, I thought I'd give you a call. I'm sat in the garden, just having a quick beer and a, and a little bit of sunshine, getting my uh, my allotted uh, time outside. Um, Ryan, how's how's things going? I believe that pretty much uh, housing sorted, players are all gone. Just a quick update for the fans on how things stand at the moment. Yeah, well, everybody everybody's gone. Um, everybody's back home now, safe and sound. And then, uh, you know, we're just uh, obviously dealing with the housing situation, which is uh, it's a bit unfortunate right now because you know we we typically rent about ten places a year for the guys, roughly in that region. And uh, and, and when you do the leases, you run them pretty much right to the end of uh, April, you know, which gives the guys time, uh, hopefully after a playoff victory, time to, to unwind and, and get out. And, you know, we always keep one one or two on for the year uh, for the school guys who remain here longer um, than that. So, yeah, so, you know, it's a lot of dead money that has to go out to, to places where nobody's living. But, you know, these are, like I said, unprecedented times and, everybody's got their poor me story but uh but yeah so we're just kind of working our way through that and trying to you know move all our furniture into into storage and so i guess there's still some stuff going on behind the scenes but um yeah we're we're getting there anyways it must be uh i mean it's strange for everybody as, as we say but uh, obviously this weekend would have been the the playoff uh, quarterfinals and then next weekend the easter weekend would have been the, the finals down in nottingham and it's been the first time uh in in your hockey career that you've been so quiet this so early in the season oh, yeah. Sorry, late yeah. In the season, yeah yeah early late however you want to yeah describe it but yeah i know it's uh yeah it's a different feeling obviously when the weekends come around you're always thinking oh we would have we would have been playing here or playing there but um but we're all in the same boat, you know, and it's uh, it is what it is, and we just gotta hopefully get through it sooner than later and get back to normality. I know a few fans have been asking about any season ticket news, and I know it's very, very difficult. Obviously, it's hard to plan when we don't know what league structure could be that next year. We don't even know when it's going to start. We don't know how many games there could be. But uh, any updates from the club? Yeah, I think obviously Jamie's working behind the scenes on that, and and I know there we were a bit hesitant to to throw anything out there that you know over. Uh, over promise and under deliver um you know we we, we certainly hope that we're, we're going to have a 30-week season uh that still is the hope um but at the same time we want to make sure that we we do put a package out that we can that we can um fulfill and and right now there's, there's not a lot of answers but at the same time we think uh <clears throat> there is ways to to move around to make sure that you know if we do have to do some juggling we'll be able to uh, fulfill the games as well so I think that you'll see something real soon as far as that coming out. We we do need, obviously for the finances of the club, we do need to get them on sale, and and we sure hope they go well um, uh, during this uh, this tough period for for everyone and, and for especially for for our franchise. So, yeah, I know that they are coming out fairly soon here, and I think there'll be much more information coming in the next few days. I'd say there are other ways that the fans can still support the club at the moment. I see. A- We've been having a few uh, a few nights of uh, match reruns and shirt off the back sales. That's gone really well, and that's really helping the club at the moment. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, right now it's you know at the stage where every every little every little bit counts and uh, and goes and helps the, the team kind of pay off uh, this year. And you know, or you know, we're, we we uh, we're in our third third year here, and you know, we are becoming really uh, financially stable. And you know, I thought we did some really good things, and now we just got to kind of get uh kind of recalculate everything and then 
you know, probably take a few steps back to go forward. But I think you're going to see that from the whole league. And, you know, our fans have been, uh, have been incredible, um, you know, behind the raffles and, and, and the jerseys and the 50 50. And I think that's, uh, that's such a, a great thing to see at, at, at this stage of the, uh, um, the, you know, pandemic and everything going on. A couple of bits of news that had come out of the league. Uh, one was the announcement of the uh, that uh, was it Magic Five weekend. We're having all ten teams down in Nottingham for the start of the season. Um, what's your thoughts on that, Ryan? And, and who would you like to play? Well, I think if you depends how you look at it. I mean, obviously now, you know, probably ten years ago, if I was just a player, I'd be like, well, "That's weird. I don't understand it." But when you kind of understand how the the finances of the league work and and the structure with everything they're doing, you know, the, the Nottingham weekend is, is so, so massively important and to lose it is catastrophic. So, you know, and, and for, for them to actually come up with an idea like this, that doesn't take away a home game. Um, I, I think it's, I, yeah, I think it's a great idea. I, I do. And I'd be the first to kind of, you know, raise my hand when I don't think I like something, but this, this is one I thought is a good idea. And I understand. <laughs> I, I understand where, where fans are saying, well, it's, you know, I, I paid for the Nottingham weekend, you know, I'm, but I think if, if people understood just how important this was for the league, um, which we are a part of, um, you know, maybe maybe they'd have a, a different opinion. But again, it's it's their money; they get to choose what they want to do with it. But I think it's I think it'll be a real fun event for the fans. I think it's a a great way to start it off, and and then like of course, hopefully, we get the playoff finals the, the following year, so they kind of get to two cracks at it so I think uh, I think it'll be a good time it'll be a good time for coaches a, a chance to see all every team you know uh, in the same venue every team so we'll get a good scouting early scouting and I think it's um, I think it's a real smart way to kick off the league and and uh, hopefully it's well supported and you know we can put um, well we'll be the past hopefully three four months behind us and and move on I said they kind of package it as a rivalries renewed I asked you there before and kind of sidestep the question do you care who we play <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Um, uh, you know what? Probably no. At this, at that point, you know, I think, I think we'll just be so freaking happy to be back playing and, and back to normality. I don't care if we play the Bracknell Bees or the Sheffield Steelers. Uh, you know, I think, I think at that at that stage, we just want to, you know, we'll we'll just be happy to get back and and doing what we loved. And you know, I think, uh, you know, we're probably in for for a few long months here. So. Um, I, I think I think that weekend. I, I think it'll go down really well. I think by the time we get there, we're just going to be so desperate and hopefully able to uh, to pack the building and, and support the uh, sport we love. One of the other bits that came out from the league was the uh, the announcement that Cardiff Devils would get the Champions uh, Hockey League spot for the Elite League next year. And uh, but they're they're not uh, they're electing not to to crown a champion this year. Do you think that's the right decision? I think uh, I. I mean, I could be wrong, but I don't think any league has really crowned a champion unless, you know, they already were already in playoffs. But, I mean, it, I mean, I could see where Cardiff or Sheffield or Coventry or Nottingham. I mean, there's five teams who are in it. Yeah. Um, you know, it's really pretty premature to crown a champion, especially after what happened last year when you look at how quickly things changed. Um, no, I think I think there's far more important things going on. I think we could just kind of draw a line under the season and uh, and move on. Yeah, that that would be my opinion. Maybe if I'm in Cardiff's shoes, Sheffield, I'd feel different. But from an outsider's looking, it's, it's such a minute point right now. And uh, just uh, from uh, your point of view, who do you think? Uh, I know it's impossible to say who would have gone on to win the league, but who impressed you most this year? 
Uh, I mean, I look at it, I think I look at it from a different way. I, you know, I think Sheffield, obviously they, you know, they, they were all in, you know, I don't think they, they, uh, they definitely were well backed to, to do something, um, Cardiff or Cardiff. Uh, but I think when you look at it from, from an outsider, if you look at what Coventry's done and, and what Danny did there, yeah. um, I think they, you know, they didn't have a lot of changes. They, uh, they made a couple that, um, you know, they obviously switched the goalie, brought Mott in. Gave them some stability back there that he felt they were lacking, and you know I just thought they were uh, they were a good team. You know they didn't they didn't go out and overspend. I thought they they did a great job. I'd have loved to have to have seen how they finished because they were rolling pretty good. Uh, we try not to. I mean we don't like to look outside our own bubble too much, to be quite honest. So I mean, how do you evaluate the Manchester Storm season this year? There was a lot of change in the off season. You, you tried to change perhaps the playing style a little bit uh, to try and pick a few more points on the road on the on the bigger sheets of ice. Do you think you achieved that? I, I think we definitely got better on the road. I think that, you know, when you get better on the road, maybe you lack, you lack a bit at home, or especially early on. But um, with the amount of young guys, first-year pros, I really like their group. I mean, we worked incredibly hard. They were committed. They wanted to win. I think, you know, I think we were just starting to play our best hockey when we hit our minor pandemic there, when we just started dropping like flies. Yeah. Um, you know, we were down six imports at once, and you know, six six kind of power play guys that would have been in our lineup all day long. And, you know, I felt that really, really stung us. But we were hopefully, you know, still trying to find ways to win and stay in the fight. But I think had we had we stayed healthy, uh, I, I think this group really, um, you know, if we had a chance to keep it together, could really, really take off. I think we had some real good character there. Uh, is, is there anything to build from that point? Perhaps, you know, trying to stay healthy with perhaps looking at the scheduling because it was, it was quite brutal over the Christmas, New Year period. And we seem to pick up a lot of injuries then when you have a shorter roster like ours perhaps it's a bit more difficult uh i i think i mean everybody has to go through it i think a lot of it's luck you know you know like johnny the grin takes a puck in the face Huseman takes a puck in the ankle which he tries to come back with and you know he ends up with a fractured ankle you know we we have had luck dallas blocks the shot breaks his hand chris will rips his groin off mm. you know there's there's so many things that could have, would have, could have, but these are all things that happen, and I don't think if you're playing one game a week or three games a week, you can really pinpoint that as the reason why. You know, everybody has to go through the schedule. Um, you just need some luck. When it comes to injuries, you just need some luck to, to stay healthy, which is so, so crucial uh, when you want to challenge in this league. If you can stay healthy, you're going to give yourself a good chance. I think one of the positives to, have to pay, take from that is, so even though we did have the injury issues, this year we were able to bring in those reinforcements. You were heavily involved in the market throughout the season, and probably something you wouldn't have been able to do in your first year back, or well, first year at the Storm, is that fair to say? Yeah, I mean, we've always we always said that we weren't, you know, we didn't want to play. We know we're, we're a lower, lower budget team, but we always kind of wanted to, to budget for the what-ifs, because you're always going to need reinforcements, and um yeah, I thought you know I thought we spent uh, I thought we spent quite smartly this year. I mean we had and luckily we did have some reserves, uh, some uh, reserve money when when it got real bad. You know we rarely ever played short guys even with um, even with bodies out. I think we had three spares. So no, I think uh, that that was you know beneficial and and you know we take chances like on kids like Frankie Melton. You know probably normally wouldn't have got a chance to to play at this level and. You know, he did pretty well when he came. So, like you said, it just gives you that chance to go go after some kids that maybe fall under the radar, which is kind of what we're all about. Um, you know, we got to do our homework and 
take some chances on uh, on kids that, you know, like years ago I took a chance on a kid named Mike Hammond, uh, brought him in for pretty much league minimum, I think, out of their parents' basement. He didn't even have a job, and then he comes in and leads the league in scoring. So there are kids out there, um, and, and that's the one benefit of being a lower-budget team is we can go after them, you know, where the big boys, you know, they they got to kind of – they got a level they got, you know, they want to, they want to recruit to. So I like that. I like that aspect that you can kind of go digging through the muck and, and see what you come up with. And, you know, those, those types of guys. And when you, when you bring in guys late, a lot of times they're the ones that you end up first guys re-signed the following year. I know you've always got half an eye on the following season. And I especially know that for the, when you're recruiting this year, obviously you're hopeful to try and bring a few guys back. Um, but again, it's so difficult to plan. You don't know, you know, how university spots are going to line up this year. Do you think it might yeah. be a year where things get, uh, you know, signings are made a bit later, perhaps in the off season than they were last year? I think the, the, the biggest, the most difficult thing right now is nobody knows the fallout of this, right? Nobody knows the financial yeah. fallout. You know, nobody's talking sponsorship right now, really. You know, there's. <laughs> It's a tough time to be picking up the phone and and asking for money and and whatnot. Everybody's in the same boat, so um, it you know we have we kind of broke it down to three scenarios as far as what our roster would look like playing off this weekly budget, that weekly budget. You know, I think we're fortunate that we're a pretty small organization. You know, we're not we're not going to have to drop immensely because <laughs> there isn't really that much more lower we can go. No. Um, but at the same time, we want to be competitive, but we want to be we want to get back as quickly as possible to, to running that sustainable program where we see Manchester in the next 10, 15, 20 years, not you know, and, and not financially struggling. So I think that was the, the most frustrating thing for us, uh, selfishly, personally, was how well we built it up over the last three years. You know, I think we understand our fan base and our capabilities now far more than we did our first year, uh, which allows you then to to grow your grow your organization in the right way and, and to put the right steps in and I felt last year's team was, was something we had to build up and hopefully we can we can retain as many as we can um, you know but the big the biggest thing next year is just getting through the year uh, financially sustainable and then growing you know back again in, in the following season just look at some of the positives from this season just gone Ryan um, I've written down a few of my uh, my highlights one was my the continuous battle you had with Aaron Fox uh, throughout the year, the uh, the victory over in Belfast, you know, the, the form in general and the penalty kill. What, what really pleased you, and what did you enjoy most this year? Um, I think I, I really enjoyed coaching a lot of first-year guys. I think uh, they're, they're a joy. Like they're very coachable. You know, the Thompson, Simmons, um, <clears throat> all the way down to Ulrichs and and Jake. I think that was a lot of fun. Some I haven't had that many first-year players around. Um, yeah, and you know, I think their compete level is second to that. I mean, there's games that we lost and we were, you know, pissed off. But when you watch games back, and there wasn't too many games we were outworked, out hustled. You know, we we struggled to, to find the net some days. Uh, defensively, I thought we were real solid. Obviously, led by dinner. You know, it was just it was a fun team to be around. They worked as hard on on a Tuesday practice as they did in a Saturday night home game. You know, they were pretty committed to winning and. Um, just an all-around good group of guys to, to be around. Good people off the ice, really good people. I mean, just no problems at all. They're, they're pretty committed to to the storm and, and, and to the sport. And you know, I, it would have been nice if we got healthy just to see that uh, that battle right to the end where where we would have ended up. 
Okay, Ryan, we'll, we'll let you go. But uh, any final message to the, the Storm fans out there in these uh, what will be uh, quite a long few weeks and months to be building up towards the, uh, the whenever the season restarts? Yeah, I think I think everybody's been just kind of kind of re- trying to find their new normal right now, and you know just keep supporting us. We want to keep running those games and raffles and. You know, if you can afford it, great. If you can't, don't worry. Enjoy the game. Have some fun on online, and you know, stay indoors. And we'll hopefully get through uh, get through this sooner or later, and uh, get back to doing what we love to do, and back to work. And you know, but uh, yeah, enjoy some time with the family. I know that's that's one thing that we're looking at as a as a bit of a blessing is spending as much time as I can now with my wife and my daughter. And we know when the hockey season goes, it's pretty full on. So enjoy it. Find the positives. Have some fun. Um, Support us where you can, you know, and we'll be back better than ever. Hopefully well, sooner than later. Absolutely. And, and our thoughts go out to Emma as well. If anybody's been following her on Instagram, I'm quite surprised she's not murdered you yet, Ryan. <laughs> yeah, she's a bit of a drama queen on there. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, geez, yeah, we're having fun. It's, it's, been, it's been a lot of fun. So stay safe, stay healthy, and uh, hopefully we get through this quick. Okay. Thanks, Ryan. Thanks for the time, and uh, we'll speak again soon. Okay. Okay. See you, buddy. Thanks. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye.